Hello everybody and welcome to the Asikulume podcast. My name is Lindo and I am the host of the podcast. Today I wanted to talk about everyone's favorite country and that is the United States of America. Home of the free and land of the brave. Or so we thought, or so we were told, or so we're made to believe that that's what's going on. <laughs> Um, I want to talk about the history of America. I want to talk about belonging. I want to talk about ownership. And ultimately, I want to talk about who owns America or who has the right over the country or the land that is America. And this conversation is brought up by, I think, just the fact that America for people who grew up consuming um, global media America has always been a part of the media that we consume um, it's always been a part of the TV shows we grew up watching it's always been a part of the music we grew up listening to it's always been a part of the movies we watched it's just we've always I think sort of known about America it's sort of been it's always been um, front and center in our eyes and in our ears and in our, in our minds and that you know i think for myself growing up i then became very interested in the politics of america in the way that america functions as a country um the history of america and the likes and it's sort of just like a combination of all those things that made me today want to just discuss those various things about you know the the land that is america and also because if you are someone who pays particular attention to how America functions as, as a society, you will know that Americans are very territorial over the land. Americans are very territorial over who gets to call themselves American. They're very territorial over who gets to live in the land. Very territorial over who gets to claim the pride that comes with being American. So for, I think those who might have missed the history classes, America sort of starts out as um, indigenous people living on the land. So, you know, and later on we came to know those people as Native Americans or Red Indians. Um, I don't actually know what Native Americans call themselves. Um, and so I'm very skeptical about using terms like Red Indians or Native Americans or, you know, those kinds of things. Because I'm pretty sure that before Christopher Columbus or any one of those gents, before they rocked up onto the land, I don't think those people called themselves Native Americans. But for the sake of, you know, the pod and for the of, of this episode and for the sake of the fact that, you know, when I say Native American, everyone will know who I'm referring to. We're going to call them Native Americans, but I am sure that's not what they refer to themselves as. But anyway, Native Americans living on the land, minding their own business. They're chilling, they're raising babies, they're feeding themselves. They're living off the land, respecting the land. The land respects them back. And, you know, in comes um, a group of people who originate from Europe and 
pretend to be um, exact. These people were bored of their country. They were bored of the place that they lived in. They thirsted for freedom or whatever, you know, they say. And then they come to this land and they conquer it. They pillage the land. They murder the people who live there and claim it as their own. That's what happens. They claim the land that we now know to be America as their own. A couple of years go by and they also decide um, that they're a bit bored. And so what they're going to do is that they are going to go find other land and they are going to kidnap the people who live in that land. They are going to steal the people who live in that land. They are going to manipulate the people of that land. They are going to bring those people over to this land that they have conquered. And they are going to enslave those people. And that's how we um, came to know of the transatlantic slave trade as well as other um, slave trades that brought people from Africa to America to be um, indentured, indentured slaves, basically. So America sort of goes through this period where um, a group of people from Europe discover the land, murder the or- original, murder the native people in that land, take over the land, and then furthermore go to the extent of going to um, going to kidnap people from Africa in order to enslave them in America. And then, you know, there was that hundreds of years of slavery. There were, you know, years of Jim Crow in America, years of segregation. And then we come to the America that we know today, right? And so when we think about America, um, it's the people who come front and center in mind is the white population in america as well as when you think about the people who have the most pride over the country the people who have who we've come to know as americans essentially are white people right and we don't when you think about america you don't necessarily think about the black people in America. I think black people and native people in America sort of come to us as an afterthought when we think about who is and who isn't American, right? And also because and language also plays, plays a significant part in this because we refer to black people in America as African-American and we refer to the native people of America as Native American. Um, people who are Latinx who have come into America are Latin American and all sorts of things, right? So even those prefixes that we add to talk about people who live in America sort of create the picture that these people are not fully American. It creates the picture that they are um, exceptional Americans or they are a subset of America, but Caucasian people who live in America, were born in America, are just considered American, right? They're not considered European American or British American or English American 
they just considered American, right? And so that also speaks to the ways in which um, colonialism still plays a significant part of the world we live in today. When we talk about people and when we um, sort of group people according to conqueror and conquered, we continue to perpetuate um, the notion that the conqueror deserves rights over a place or the conqueror um, deserves ownership over a place or the conqueror deserves um, sort of the um, the upper position in the hierarchy of people who live in a particular place, right? So if you think about America as a prime example, because the European settlers in America conquered the land, they are regarded as Americans, right? The, the pure American, the just American, no prefix, no context, no explanation, no nothing, just American because they are the ones who conquered the land. And then the people who were conquered now need to sort of be separated from, excuse me, they need to be separated from Americans and it needs to be known and in the language also it needs to come through that they are native Americans, right? So we found them here, but this place is ours now. And it's the same thing with African-American people where um, it needs to be known in the language that these people are not originally from here and also they were not um, part of the group of conquerors, but they also count as a conquered people. Because in as much as, I mean, um, Europe did conquer not conquer Africa, Europe colonized Africa. Um, but what the Americas did is that they then brought people into um, America instead of setting up colonies in Africa. But even in, you know, um, how, how people in America came to, to abduct and kidnap people in Africa, that sort of is a form of conquering um, African people even though the Americans didn't like set up shop in Africa essentially but anyway what the point I'm trying to make is that even the language of African American um, is sort of to make it clear that these are part of the conquered group and they don't belong in the group of conquerors right and I'm, you know, as much as I'm not African-American, I've never been to America, I don't live there, I've never lived there. Um, my only access to African-American culture is through the media, right? But um, I think from a history perspective, we, we know and understand that the term African-American is relatively new. And also that term is because black people living in America were called by all sorts of very ugly names. Um, and so for, and so the term African-American sort of came in to replace the ugly names that black people were called by in America. But I, I like really want to ask the question that when 
um, when the world, when America came to the realization that the N-word was inappropriate and that it was demeaning to people and that it shouldn't be used, why were black people living in America not then just called American? Like, what was the need for them to be African-American, right? Um, and I, th I think the answer to that question is rooted in who came up with the term African-American, right? If it was black people who said we would like to be referred to as African-American because we understand ourselves as coming from Africa, but also we understand that we are Americans by virtue of the fact that this is where we now have come to set up home. These are the, this is the only home we know. This is the only country we know. And because also we built this country, we have um, sort of a right of ownership over the land and we have a right to call ourselves citizens of this country. Right. If it's black people who said that they want to be referred to as African-American because of those reasons, then, you know, by all means, please, let's let's go. Let's use the term African-American. But if it was white people who were looking for a suitable alternative to the N-word and then decided to settle on African-American, then that for me is the language of conquered and conqueror in the sense that white people still white people in america still wanted to, to distinguish themselves from the blacks and so they decided that we are going to be americans they are going to be african american so we are going to acknowledge the fact that they are americans because we still need them for stuff <laughs> but we also are going to make it clear that they are not from here even though white people in america also are not from there right so that's why i'm saying that because both white and black people living in america did not originate from there then why is it that one section of the population is known just as Americans, but then the other section of the population has to be African-American, regardless of the fact that both of them are not from there, right? So that's why I'm saying it is the language of conqueror and conquered. So it, it communicates to us that the Americans are the ones who have rightful ownership of the place. The Americans are the ones who um, have a stronghold over the place. The Americans are the ones who belong, right? And everyone else is sort of just like, welcome there. Everyone else is sort of just, um, everyone else is allowed to be there, right? And so, and, and also for us to communicate that we are allowing you to be here, we're going to call you something um, on top of Americans so that we differentiate you from those who belong here and for those who are just accommodated here. And so when we talk about belonging, when we talk about ownership, my personal view is that um, I think also, also I have a difficult... I have, I have difficulty sort of um, trying to think through who owns America and who belongs in America, right? Because my initial reaction or my initial thoughts are that um, the people who originally were in America before America was um, 
before America was um, occupied territory, the people who existed there originally are the people who own America. But the way in which America functions and operates now, that definitely isn't the case because the people who originally were who, who the people who originally lived in America has have absolutely no say in the ways in which America operates, right? But also in the same vein, the black people who literally built that country with their bare hands also don't have much of a say in the ways in which the country operates. And they also have a right of of they also have a right of ownership over the over the land because they built the country, right? But then it is obviously then the ruling white population who control the political system, who control the judicial system, um, who control the legislative process, who, you know, like essentially just like run the whole show and so in that respect you could say that they then own it but i definitely think that um i don't want to say that it belongs to all who live in it because that i feel like that validates um the fact that conquerors um i feel like that I feel like saying that america belongs to all who live in it is then justifying the fact that Native Americans were murdered for living on the land. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 complex. It's tricky. It's something that I definitely can't explain away in seventeen minutes. But um, I hope I was able to put across my thoughts around the United States and you know who belongs there, who doesn't belong there, as well as just talking generally about conquerors and conquered people belonging identity all of those things thank you so much for listening and i'll catch you in the next episode bye